You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. All right. Hello, everybody. Jono here from the Course Creator Community. Um, super excited for this week's podcast because I've got a very special guest who's also from Australia, the other side of, of Australia to me, but still Australia. So we'll, we'll count him. A little bit about this person. He's the co-founder at Members Pro, which is course software that will help your members win. Uh, he's the podcast host at the at the Membership Marketing Podcast, which will be launching very soon. And he's an absolute weapon when it comes to helping membership site owners and uh, course creators. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Chris Benedy. Chris, how are you? Good, man. How are you? Yes, I'm awesome. Did I pronounce that right, Benedy? Uh, uh, it's a pass, Benetti, but yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you, you're pretty good. <laughs> I should have checked because my surname, no one ever gets it right. So I'm like, you know what? I, I, I should be asked these people, but I saw yours. <laughs> I'm like, it's not too long. I should be able to do it. But just as I was reading it out, I'm like, it's trickier than it sounds. Anyway, so Chris, uh, say it again. Benetti. Benetti. All right. Got it. Well, Chris, before we get into it, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Yeah, so you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Uh, this has been one that's impacted me for close to a decade now. Um, when I was working in the mines and had aspirations for being free from all of that stuff, uh, it appeared to me in several different books uh, while I was still getting inspiration to making the jump to this uh, very special space. Um, and it's, uh, it's something that I've really lived by and grown my business by uh, for the past four years. And it's, it's so impactful for me. Yes. Love it. My, my background's in fitness and that's just as important, if not more important in fitness than it is in, in business. And I learned this, the, um, well, I, I learned it in fitness because it's like you could give two people the exact same workout program, exact same nutrition program. If one of them, their social circle is five people that don't exercise, that eat really bad. Um, the other the other person has got five people who do active stuff, who eat really healthy. It's almost common sense when you look at it like that. How much easier is it going to be for that person to be successful if mm. when they're hanging out with their friends, they're eating healthy and going for walks, when these people are eating unhealthy and um, sitting on the couch? And it's, it's just as important in, in business as well. So I, I love that there. One follow-up question there, Chris, before we get into it. Let's say someone's watching this and they're like, yeah, Chris, all, all well and good, buddy, but um, I don't have five millionaires as friends. I don't have five super successful um, you know, friends. Any advice for those people there, what they can do? Yeah, so I, I didn't either when I started out, right? Um, there's, there's really a few different, different ways. I would say books, mm. like don't discount books. Like you can learn a lot from people in books. And if you spend most of your time reading uh, specific authors and people that are, inspire you, um, you're going to be much better off than the people who just go out and party with mates every weekend. You know, um, the second thing is join communities. Like you're in the right place. If you're watching this on Facebook right now, um, if you're listening to this podcast, you're also in the right place. Um, so communities. And I would say the third thing is podcasting, you know, like there's a lot of different show hosts that are, uh, have amazing value to give and they also bring on amazing experts as well to help you know influence you and you know their audience um give value you know 
heaps of different things. So that's three really quick avenues that um, I uh, I did when I was starting out and when I didn't have any millionaire friends. Um, so definitely do the same. Yes, love it. No, I'll piggyback off that as well. That's exactly what I did. The The first book I read in, in that sort of genre was Think and Grow Rich. I'm sure you've mm-hmm. probably read that one, Chris. Yeah. And then one, one of his um, chapters, he talks about he had imaginary friends. He would mm-hmm. do masterminds in his heads. What would Thomas Jefferson think about this? What would Abe Lincoln think about this? And at the start, I'm like, man, this guy's lost it. But then eventually I started to do that. You know, I'd, I'd binge Tony Robbins, YouTube clips and, you know, that sort of stuff. And then it would get me thinking, okay, what would Tony Robbins do? You know, I, I binged on a, a podcast. I don't know. Do you know AJ Merzard? Do you know him at all? His friends with no, Kim Barrett? No, okay. He's oh, a, actually. Yes, on, I do. Online I fitness coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So I started binging on his podcast and then same thing. I was having these mini masterminds in my head. Okay, what would AJ do? Okay, what would mm. um, Tony Robbins do, you know? And then before, before long, they become, you're hanging out with them more than you are your friends. So <laughs> I, I love that you brought that up. Um, Chris, before we get into it, I know you've got a bit of a, um, a speech or a presentation planned. But before we get into that, I've obviously been following you for a couple of weeks now. I've had a look into what it is you do. For someone that hasn't heard of you, for someone that hasn't heard of Members Pro, wh- what is it essentially you do there? Yeah, I mean, I, I really... Uh... I handle the customer support and success at Members Pro. So um, ultimately my role in our business is I really just want to help everyone who comes onto our platform. I want to see them have success and I'll ultimately do whatever I can to help them get to that success, whether it's you know just getting started, set up, integrations, the confusing tech stuff, um, actually launching stuff or you know jumping on a call and seeing uh, you know, what people can, uh, what people need from me in terms of like just launching things or even planning out their membership or their courses. Like ultimately, like when you join members, bro, you kind of have me as like a a person in your corner and as a coach, uh, in, in a, in a sense. And, um, I really think that's, you know, what sets members pro apart from the others, like Mm -hmm. the overwhelming sort of feedback as a, as a company, um, is that we just have fantastic support and it's something that I'm really proud of. And, you know, you look at a lot of big, uh, very successful software companies in the space and not many of them, um, are, you know, acknowledged for good support. You know, a lot of them have subpar support and <laughs> a lot of people get very annoyed and, and vocal about that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm really just here to help you win uh, at the end of the day. And when you use Members Pro as a, as a platform, that ultimately helps your customers win. So it's, it's sort of a trifecta there. Yes, I love it because it's so congruent. That's the, when I started to check you out, check out Members Pro, I'm like, okay, it looks like these people are about giving the best experience for the course creators, students. And then mm-hmm. it's so congruent because it's like the only way you can really uh, preach that is if you do it yourself for, for your mm-hmm. customers there. So it's, um, I love how that trickles down. Well, hey, Chris, let's, let's get into it. I know you've got a bit of a, a speech plan, so I'm, I'm going to hand it over to you and start where you want to start. And, and you're okay if I jump in, if I've got any questions along the way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And awesome. um, I'm more than happy to do like a wrap up uh, Q&A at the end if you want with the people who leave comments in the, in the group, if they do. Um, so I'll just preference and just say like anyone who's watching, I don't generally create presentations. I am more of like a, here's a simple slide. Let's just elaborate on it. You know, like, let's just talk about it. Let's go through all of the information and, and I'll try and provide value that way. 
Um, but I think there's going to be some really cool insights for anyone listening, anyone watching. You don't need to be watching is sort of what I'm saying because my slides are simple. So you're going to, any, anyone who's listening to the podcast is going to get the same amount of value uh, from this um, presentation. So Awesome. Let's do it. All right. So memberships, uh, your questions answered. So this is really uh, uh, the most common questions I get when it comes to memberships, to courses, to you know, customer success, customer um, engagement, uh, customer journey that, you know, there's a lot of different things that revolve around memberships. They're actually quite complex. Um, but when you sort of understand the ins and outs of them, uh, it is a fantastic business to set up. And I'm sure Jono can attest to that. Um, it is just probably the best business model that you can set up for recurring revenue, for giving value consistently, for helping customers win, um, and it's just an all around uh, win-win-win for everyone who's involved. Agreed. So the, uh, the three R's are probably the most common thing that comes up. That is uh, revenue, refunds, and retention. So when it comes to revenue, um, some common questions that I've been asked in the past is how to scale numbers whilst also keeping a personalized service. Um, so my main feedback is the amount of touch points and how I can care more um, with scale. It, it sort of feels impossible to me. So when it comes down to scaling with numbers and keeping a personalized service, I really recommend working in some processes that help support the way that you like to deliver your content, the, the way that you like to deliver your product and your service, um, and also helping with uh, people coming through as well. So some examples here. If you have a new customer coming into your membership and you really want to have the, the service feel personalized, you can automate email sequences alongside content delivery. It's really effective. Um, you, can email tech, you can automate text message services and messenger services as well which is, you know, just different touch points. Uh, at, the, at the end of the day, like most people feel like they're not getting a personalized service because there aren't as many touch points. They don't feel like they're being communicated to. And so having different automated touch points, you know, avenues uh, that go alongside content delivery and you giving value is really going to help your product or your membership stand aside from other people's. Um, another thing you can do alongside this is obviously have a community for your membership where you jump in there and personally answer questions or you have uh, sort of a team member. This can be a, a, a Filip Filipino team member or something who's, who's based outside of your country, uh, you know, for minimizing costs. Um, and effectively they can jump in and, and they can help support your, your customers. Um, if there's common questions that come up, like the ones that we're going through right now, you can really train them on, um, on how to answer those questions and help them understand you know, what different scenarios look like for your customers and how to answer those questions ultimately in, in the community for them or via email. You, know, you can have a, a team member that can sort of go across the different channels like I just spoke about. Um, if your team member comes through, you know, that's really going to help add a personalized service um, to every one of your customers. They're going to feel looked after. They're going to feel like their questions are being answered. And that's really what customers want at the end of the day. Uh, it's not so much about you being there, 
um, as much as it is about someone being there and being able to provide an answer to the specific problems or the specific questions that someone may have. So, I mean, that's personally how I see scaling um, a, a membership um, with personalized service to be. Um, and then I would just say like, you know, keep yourself accessible. You're not going to become like a billionaire who can't be <laughs> contacted. Um, uh, and and I, don't, I don't really think you should act like that if someone's you know, committing to you on a monthly basis. I would say, you know, if, if someone's there consistently, um, you know, conduct some community events like group trainings, like, um, like podcasts, um, like uh, coaching calls, and, and things like that, that's really going to help someone be able to be in touch with you if they need, you know, for the general day-to-day chit-chat and group communication and community com- communication, you can have a, a team member handle that stuff. But when it comes down to, you know, actually having a personal touch, um, I think you still showing up and, and contributing is, is really, really important for people feeling as though they're being looked after. So uh, the next common question I get around revenue is what is a good offer for a membership and price and included content? And then um, how do people, how do, how do you sell people into it? Like how do you present the offer? Uh, so common ways for um, presenting and offering a good membership uh, product is obviously you would have a month to month kind of thing. A lot of people have courses as well, which it's kind of, similar but different obviously um, someone committing to a a monthly recurring payment um, you're going to have to show up and consistently give value whether in in the form of um, calls whether in the form of sort of more premium support um, or in the form of um, consistently uh, adding new content to the membership Uh, at the end of the day uh, i don't believe that having a membership that no one can possibly get through in terms of the amount of content in there is really beneficial for anything, anyone. Um, most people join a product or a service or a membership uh, for the sake of learning one particular thing, one particular pain point that they're going through. I want to join this course because I want to know how I can solve this problem. Um, and so if you go into your content creation um, and delivery with that in mind, what is, my, what is my main customer look like and what is their core problem that they're having, then you can start with that and develop upon that. And so an example of that is, you know, uh, I am currently struggling to get leads. So the first portion of launching a membership, um, you would basically solve that problem with, you know, sales funnels. You could sol- solve it with different ad strategies or cold outreach strategies to get lead generation happening for your business. You know, it might be a fitness based business, or it might be uh, someone who's in the services uh, realm, uh, something like that. And then once someone has essentially gone through that process um, and achieved the outcome or, you know, been able to get through that pain point um, and, they've got net leads now you can then have some foresight and go cool like what's the next thing that might come up for this particular type of customer how can i develop the next step for them and solve their next pain point once someone has leads how do they effectively communicate to them how do they um, you know have a scheduling system in place so that they can have sales calls or even push them down uh, into into a sales funnel um, avenue where things are a little bit more automated 
So ultimately the next step is converting those leads into customers. Obviously once they're customers, what's the next thing? So ultimately, if, I, I think if you, if you have your membership sort of outline in that sort of format, if you just have a, a day to think about, you know, what are the different pain points that are going to come up for this specific type of customer that I'm trying to serve? Uh, you're really going to never run out of effective and awesome content for your customers. And ultimately, if, you know, if, you're, if you're charging them month to month, the way that you would get them to keep coming back is not only continuously solving their problems, but then also working through on coaching calls and in the community on helping them um, with any smaller based you know, questions that they may have regarding the specific problems that you're helping them solve. Um, so that's ultimately like from a content and delivery standpoint of memberships, that's really what I find uh, would be an effective way to think about your membership. Again, it doesn't matter how much content you have in there. It matters how effective your content is and it matters how you're consistently delivering value to your customers. And so long as someone is getting value from your membership, they're not going to cancel. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Um, I'm a part of two memberships that I very rarely use in terms of like the actual content. Um, one is a business uh, membership and that has 10, 12 years worth of content built up in there. So I can never, ever possibly consume that content. However, when I go in there, when I go into the community in the forum, I can ask a question and get it answered by the creator of that content. Um, he will come in, his team will come in. I've got sort of direct access to ask questions that I'm struggling with. And, you know, he's a, a multi, multi uh, millionaire sort of membership creator um, and it's, it's effective and it's helpful. I am happy to pay $100 a month to continuously have access to that. And I am not scared that I'm never going to get value from there. Even if I never consume any of his content, knowing that I have access to him, knowing that I can get my questions answered, that's worth $100 a month to me. Um, I'm a part of another membership that is, is based around breathing. Uh, I literally go through their actual you know, um, breathing exercises on the membership platform they use uh, maybe once a fortnight, maybe once a month. Um, but what I do go through every single week is their breathing um, group sort of call. We spend an hour together and we go through a breathing um, a session um, with everyone else who's in the community. And it's freaking awesome. Like I would happily pay a hundred dollars a month there as well. And I'll never cancel because I get value from it. So it's not necessarily about the actual content in the membership it can be more so about the support, the community, the answers and, you know, the coaching calls and, and whatnot. So um, hopefully that those examples were helpful. Um, regarding price and included content, it just depends, uh, not, not included content, the price, sorry. Uh, it just depends on, uh, on the type of audience and the problems that you're solving. I would say uh, for any particular uh, business, uh, if you're, if you're serving any like B2B customers, anything like a hundred dollars is fine. People can easily ride that off, uh, all the way up to, I would even say $500 a month. Um, and if it included more advanced coaching, I know people charge up to $5,000 a month, um, just for a membership with coaching. That's a little bit more one-to-one. -one. Um, so keep that in mind. If it's, uh, anything that's not business related, I would say 
anything under sort of $70 a month, if there is consistent value, uh, would make sense. So um, I can't answer that question for you specifically, but that's sort of what I see through uh, my customers and everything that we've done um, in the last few years. Uh, Jono, do you have any questions regarding revenue? Uh, no questions, but I might just give a, a summary of some key takeaways that, that I took from there. Is that okay? Perfect. Cool. So I'll sort of batch that into the, the two sort of things there. The first one was around scaling, which I think is key. So because if you, and, and systems, because if at the moment, you know, someone signs up and then you're manually sending them a text message or giving them a call or, you know, sending them a DM and saying, hey, you know, join my Facebook group, that can get super easy to miss if you don't have a system in place once you start to scale. It may be all right, you know, you're getting a member every couple of days or whatever, but if you're getting multiple a day, we need to have some sort of systems in place, whether it's email, whether it's text, whether it's a messenger bot, have something in place there. You know, if someone signs up, great, here's your, your first email, but hey, here's your second email, just checking in, did you get it? You know, here's your third email or text message or whatever. Hey, did you know we have a group call coming up here? Whatever it, it may be there. Uh, and then the two things that, that Chris mentioned also on the um, the scaling side of things was having a community. Me, I'm a huge Facebook group guy. Like, I just think it's it's key. It's just, and Chris mentioned later on in his examples as well, there's one um, membership site. He doesn't even log into it, but he joins it just for the community, just in case he needs to ask a, a question there. That's huge. Actually, I do have a question with that. I'm not sure if this will, will cover later. Uh, do you have a minimum number for for a group, Chris? Let's say someone's starting a membership site. They've got 10 people in there. Do they start a, a, a community with that straight away? Or do they wait till they've got 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 people in there to start a, a Facebook group? Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think there's any uh, negative effects of having 10 people in there. If anything, it's positive for the group members if you just pre-frame it. Like I would say, you know, like, look, I've just launched this. It's it's currently in beta. You guys are special. You're going to get more access to me than anyone else is going to get um, as I grow this membership. So I don't necessarily think there's any negative um, side effects to that. Love it. And I love that because that's very similar to my fitness background as well. As a boot camp instructor, you want to get a hundred people to your boot camp. You know, it looks cool. You 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 make more money, this and that. Um, but really for the for the clients, it's better if there's only a handful of them in there. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you go to a, a boot camp, let's say you go to a boot camp session and there's only two people in there, you may think as a as a client, oh man, there's only two people. This is this is gonna suck. But it's better for you. You're basically getting a one-on-one -on -one session by or a two-on-one session by default. So I think it's a good way to look at the the Facebook groups there as well, uh, and the group training. I think that's key as well because it's it's still so scalable. You know whether it's whether it's I personally like Zoom. I personally like great. You know you're you're running a membership, um, but hey, at Tuesday 8 a.m. we're gonna run a group coaching call. You know anyone comes in. And then group co coaching is sort of relative, right? But boy, it can be um, interpreted differently. But even if you're essentially running a webinar, 
you run a membership, whatever it is, you've got 10 different webinars, right? And you just run through that four times a year. That's value there as well. Because a lot of people that um, sign up for your membership or your course, I should grab membership, probably easy to call this. A lot of people that sign up for your membership, they're not going to log in, but they may uh, clear a space in that schedule and just attend that group training every single week. And you as the, um, the owner of that community, I guess it's two parts. You as the owner of the community, it's still pretty scalable. An hour of your time once a week, like what's more scalable than that, you know? Um, but Absolutely. even still, maybe you don't, maybe for whatever reason you don't have that, or if you're so busy and you're doing so well that you, you don't have time for that, hey, you can, you can hire a staff member to do it. You know, you, you can bring a, someone on board, you know, hey, he's whatever it is. He's 50 bucks an hour. You give a presentation on, um, you know, the ketogenic diet, you know, hey, he's 50 bucks an hour. You know, you go and give a presentation on Instagram, you know, whatever it may be. You can hire a coach on board to run that as well. So you, you don't need to be there. So I'm, yeah, and just, just to elaborate on that, John, as well, I, I was actually a part of a high-end coaching program um, a couple of years ago, and they actually had a format of um, twice a week, a coach would get on a call and answer any questions. So it was like, there was a couple sessions a week, you could just jump on the call, anyone could jump on, they would just go uh, for as long as they can to answer all the questions on the call. And then once a month, the creator of the actual program would then do a big training session for all of the group mes- uh, uh, group members. And that would be like more of a presentation style, like, hey, this is one thing I really want you guys to get from this. Or, you know, it would be like a key thing that they've seen their members potentially struggling with in the past month. They would do a big presentation on that like once a month. So that's a really cool format that was really helpful. And again, it doesn't matter if it's you or someone on your team delivering value or answering questions, as long as people are getting the value from what you're giving to them and being able to take those takeaways and implement them in their business or in their life, then it's, it's, it's valuable to everyone who's, who's showing up. Yes. So I'll piggyback on two things there. I used to be a member of, you know, Lewis house. Do you follow him? Chris? Yeah. So Lewis house, I don't know if he still has it, but he used to have a membership. It was, I don't know, 50 bucks, 50 us bucks a month, something like that. His was essentially, he'd have some content on his, his membership site, but it was mainly around, he would bring a guest speaker on once a month. So it wasn't even really Lewis, you know, and he, he'd be like, all right, right. You know, um, the first or, you know, the last um, week of January, we're bringing Jasmine Starr in and she's going to tell us all about Instagram. And mm. then essentially in the Facebook group, it was, it was basically promoting that. It was like, guys, make sure you clear this, this schedule here. We got Jasmine Starr for two hours on this time here. Everyone mm. clear your schedule, make sure it's free. Hey, she's going to do, you know, two Instagram audit, audits live. If you want to go into the drop of those Instagram audits, you know, post your, your Instagram up here, you know, Hey, what questions do you want me to ask Jasmine? Make sure you, you know, you post them here and that's value as well without even really delivering anything because you're building yeah. community and you're tailoring that person's experience and say, oh, I'm in that membership, man, this is sick. Every day I'm just going to post a different question. Jasmine's going to answer it in a couple of weeks time. I might get an audit, you know, I'm excited. Mm. So, you know, there's many different ways to do it. And, and that's Lewis House, who's got millions of followers, you yeah. know, if he can do it and it's once a month, you know, it's, and it's not even him doing it. So yeah. you know, <laughs> you're limited by your creativity there. Um, and then the offer. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, it's so variable on the offer. It depends on, on what you're doing, but what I like of, of what you said there, two things is firstly around the, the problems. Like, I think information is almost worthless these days, right? 
pretty much anything, any bit of information, you can pretty much get it on Google or YouTube. For There's free. nothing new, nothing yeah. new. Yeah, you know, so it's it's not so much like, hey, here's all this information. Man, I could have gone on. You're just giving me adding more to my work for me to do. Yeah. You know, but if it's like, hey, do you have this specific problem here? Hey, here's how I would solve this specific problem here. Does that make sense? Hey, mm-hmm. if not, go check out the platform. I go into it in, in more detail in this video here. That's more a, a specific way of, of giving value there. Um, and then also like value is, what's what I'm, I guess relative again, where like just by me giving Chris information, that may not necessarily be valuable for him. But by providing a supportive community, that may be valuable for him. By giving him a, a space where he can post something um, and he gets respond and he gets um, responses from it, that can be value there. So, and I think the key is like value and in like info is not value anymore. It's not okay. How can I put so much info onto this membership site and it's now valuable? It doesn't really work like that. It's more like okay, what's this person's problem? How can I solve this person's problem? How can I keep solving that person's problem? That's the value there. And yeah. often it's it's less, it's better. Let's say we use a, a fitness analogy again. Let's say I asked you a question, Chris. Let's say you were overweight and you wanted to lose 10 kilos, right? I've got this program where it'll take you a year to lose 10 kilos or someone else has a program where you can lose 10 kilos in 10 weeks. Which one would most people prefer to do? A year to lose the weight or 10 weeks? 10 weeks for sure. And would you, would you maybe even pay more for that? If I could give you the result in a tenth of the time or whatever, or a quarter of the time, you're probably going to pay a bit more because it, it's going to shortcut you there. So that's yeah. that's the way I look at it. But yeah, that, that's my um, my uh, feedback there. Let's uh, let's keep going. Cool, um, awesome. So the next one is refunds. Oh, um, good topic. So uh, let me ask you, Jono, what yes. programs have you bought before and been blown away by? Um, could be a course, could be a membership yep. um, and sort of what specifically like blew your mind when you went through that. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Okay, good question. The one that's coming off the top of my head at the moment is... I'm going to say Tony Robbins, um, one of his audio CD programs, believe it or not. It's gone back a few years now for an audio CD, um, but it did blow my mind. I would say for that one, look, for that one, it was, <laughs> I'm always going back on my, my words here, but for that one, it, it was pretty much just the content. Like his right. content was just, for what I paid, I don't, I don't think it was a hundred bucks, 200 bucks for, for an audio CD or something. But the amount of value I got just from his, his content that was so good, that's mm-hmm. what blew me away there. I don't know if that's the best right. example to give there, but that's one that's that's going off the top of my head. That's cool. No, a lot of people have different different um, uh, different answers to that. So mm-hmm. I, I always like to ask this. Um, but uh, what I find when it comes to refunds is when someone signs up, 
you want to have an exploratory uh, sort of process for them. You want to be able to explain, you know, what they can expect, mm -hmm. how they can get value from the program, how they can contact you and get support, you know, what they should do in the community if they need help, uh, things like that. And so really just giving a dumbed down process to them, basically getting results or getting value from you and your community is going to help negate refunds, like absolutely negate refunds. Uh, ultimately, um, when you first sell someone, they're going to be in a honeymoon period. And then after about a week, they're going to go, holy crap, did I actually get <laughs> any value from that? Like, was the experience actually nice? And if you go out of the gate with just having a very clear container that they need to have or understand when they are going through your program, when they're going through your membership, when they're going through your service, any of the above, then they're going to feel like they have been given the key to success that is yet to come. Um, on right. top of that, you absolutely want to just make sure that um, people are looked after very early on. Um, if someone has questions, if someone reaches out to support, make sure that you have a very good process in place to get them an answer, help them out. Um, because if people join your program and don't hear back from you, even after a couple of days and they're paying monthly, it's almost like wasted money, wasted time. Um, and so if you can just make sure you have a really, really solid process in place, especially early on for the people who have just joined your program, especially early on, um, then that's going to really help negate any refund requests um, as you're starting out. Can, um, I, can, I, can I piggyback on this a little bit, Chris? Both yeah, points. go for it. Yeah. So let's go back to that Tony Robbins um, CD that I was talking about. Sure. Looking back now, one of the reasons why I did love it so much was what you mentioned earlier about a really dumbed down process about how to get results. Now, yep. Tony Robbins is the king of like having a super complicated thing and just dumbing it down so that any idiot can, can follow it. That's probably why I like it so much. I'm not the smartest <laughs> guy out there, but the way he broke it down and also it was a 10 day program where he's like, look, it's simplified version. There's 10 CDs, do one CD a day. You know, yeah. it's, it's, they're going to take an hour, 90 minutes per CD, do one a day. Hey, look, for those of you that are, you know, overachievers or you really want to get into it or you do have more time on your hands, hey, you can race through it, but do the activities at the end. Don't move forward to the next one until you've done the activities. He, he did a very good job of just that first CD. I knew exactly what I was in for. Okay, it's a 10-day program. Okay, I do one program every single day for, for 90 minutes. Okay, there's some exercise at the end. And okay, if I want to go further, I can go further. Now, obviously, Tony Robbins and your average membership site, okay, there's a maybe different level there. So, you know, the average membership person may need to make it a bit more personal there. But even the, the theory behind it still works the same. The reason I love that program, it wasn't just a wishy-washy thing where I didn't know what I was doing. I knew from the very first 10 minutes of listening to that first CD exactly what I was in for and exactly mm. the outcome I was going to get. So I just wanted mm -hmm. to agree with you on that point there. No, I love that. And, I, you know, what I really think is, and we, we spoke about this in revenues, like when someone signs up, you, if you've got a process that you're taking someone through with your membership, you know, the outcome and results thing that I spoke about, have emails that are very specific to each day that someone's going through your program. You know, memberships aren't necessarily finite. They don't have like a, you know, this is a seven day membership. It's like, no, the you want them to last forever ultimately. But if you're, again, taking someone through a very specific process, have a daily follow-up that just, you know, 
gives them consistent actions to take every day. It's like day one, you really want to just congratulate them, let them know that they've had, they've, they've made the right decision. Let them know where they can find the content, where they can find the community, where they can find the support channels and everything like that. And then each day beyond that, give them a bit of, you know, like a snapshot of the content that they should go through on that day to help them on the quick path to success that you want them to have in your membership. Because ultimately, again, if someone has success with you, they're going to be more likely to renew and continue to want to have success with you through the different avenues that you offer, whether it be support and content or whatever. Um, so just have a really easy process and just be consistent with everything that you're doing. And, you know, there's a million tools that you can use these days to automate text and um, messenger and, and email and whatnot. Um, so just put your delivery process in a simplified version in those communication channels um, and then just link to the content every single day. You know, like here's, here's a, a really powerful lesson for you to go through today. Here's the link to go consume that. If you have any questions, here's the link to the you know, Facebook group or you can email us right here. Reply even, to this email. And, um, and even like a, a combination, right, Chris? It could almost be, even if you've got your, your membership site where it's like, you know, let's, let's go back to the marketing one. It's how to generate leads, right? You've mm -hmm. got, you know, you go to the membership site and there's all different ways to generate leads or whatever. But maybe once a month, every couple of months, you do a seven day challenge for the fun of it. You know, yeah. hey, you know, to add on to this, we're going to do specific to Instagram. Let's do a seven day Instagram challenge this week. Here. Who's in, you know, great. Every day I'm going to, whether you do a live, whether you do a Zoom, whether you link to the content. So it's almost a combination, you know, it's like you've got the membership there that you go through and then every now and then you do a challenge. If it's a, a fitness side of things, you know, hey, you go to my fitness membership, but hey, this week here, we're doing the seven day no sugar challenge. Who's in for the seven day no sugar challenge this day here? You know, the, the combinations can work there as well, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's really going to help keep people engaged and mm. continue to get value. Like, you know, it's not going to be, the challenges aren't going to be applicable to every single person, but those who uh, do find that it's applicable for them will jump in, they'll have fun, they'll they'll want to do another challenge as soon as it comes up because they're going to have an awesome time and get results from it. So uh, I definitely think having a mixture of sort of an onboarding process as well as having consistent ways to make things fun and exciting is really going to help lifen things up. Um, and so I've got a couple of other uh, things here. So I've pretty much listed have an easy fulfillment process, which is what we've spoken about. Um, help them with specific pain points that they have, which is again, what we've spoken about. And then also just like, uh, welcome them to the community and give them a direct value straight away. So shout them out, let them know that they're here and they've got support. And, you know, if, if you personally do that, or if you have some a team member, like sign into your account or even just do it in the group themselves, give everyone a tag, give them a welcome, you know, let them know that you're here to support them. That little thing and, and people knowing that you're in their corner, uh, ready to support them is really just going to, you know, absolutely change your world in regards to, De delivering and fulfilling on your membership and it's going to set you aside from people who don't do anything or just send emails or just have a facebook group and don't actually you know welcome people it's like it, there's so many different things that we can do that just like take our stuff to the next level um and it, it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be like up here it can just be like the small steps that will basically lead to having a big gap uh in compare in comparison to the you know competition so um, I think it's the small things done consistently that yield the best results for the people coming into your programs. Yes, agree, hundred percent. So the next one is retention. 
Mm. So I've got a few questions here. I'll probably just breeze through them because we're getting uh, on time here. So um, the first one is how do I increase membership retention? Uh, I really spoke a lot about this in the revenue um, side of things, having consistent pain points that you're helping people with, solving problems, having an engaging community, answering questions, having support channels, doing coaching calls, um, doing presentations uh, via Zoom, uh, all of the above, uh, having a, uh, a really solid email sequence that gives people consistent value. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can consistently um, help increase your retention. Um, I would say for us at Members Pro is consistent development of our platform mm -hmm. and then also awesome support. Like we're always here to help you. Um, and that's something that really st stands at us aside from competition um, and even competition who has a little bit more of a developed platform than what we do. You know, we're not as far along in our um, software journey as, you know, some of our competitors like Kajabi who have got 10 years under their belt and millions and millions in funding. Um, so we have our own different pathways that we utilize to help inc you know, increase our membership retention or, or our software retention. And it's, you know, it's, it's pretty much the same thing um, regarding membership as well. I think um, it's a good, good business model anyway, anyway, right? Like whatever you're doing, just try and be a bit better at it the next month. Yeah. <laughs> a good life strategy, right? Whatever you're trying to do in life, if you, you just stay the same, it's probably you, your competitors are going to jump you, right? But yeah, if you're, you're like, what can I you'll do? You'll be mundane you know? if you stay the same. Exactly. Right. And then the support, you know, there's a, an old quote, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. You know, right. and I feel no matter what field you're in, if you've got better support, it's going to put you ahead. Oh, absolutely. I've actually got some statistics. Um, I don't have them in front of me. Um, actually, I'll pull them up one second. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the computer, you know, let's just get them up and Google it. Yeah. Give me a second. Um, so. Oops. So this is a really interesting statistic and um it it's really applicable for uh retention revenue everything really membership related so did you know that people will pay 13 to 18 percent more for a better customer experience yeah 100 that's 56 to 80 percent of people will leave a brand they love based on one bad experience yeah 100 percent so just fulfilling on your offer is no longer enough. You have to go above and beyond your competition, especially if you want to charge more and if you want to keep customers around. Mm. <laughs> you don't want to give any bad taste because people will leave you for a, a, a competitor or someone else if you know they have a perceived, uh, a perceived notion that that person may have a better experience for them in store. So... Um, I think that's really powerful uh, to, to just think about and, you know, what can you do to have a better experience and how can you um, increase your retention by just making sure that your customer's experience always remains good. There's no, nothing bad that's ever happened. Um, in, 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 you know, mistakes happen, but the way that you deal with the mistakes that do happen is what's going to determine the way that you are set aside from the competition that is around. Yep. Um, so a, a couple of uh, Spitfire questions. So how uh, is access and release of content structured to keep co people coming back every month? 
I honestly, like I, like we've spoken about, I don't think the content is the most important thing. It is definitely a part of uh, memberships. And I probably would say that uh, if someone's on a specific customer journey to a specific result, have that be the main content that they get. And then I would say maybe drip out the rest of the content either um, by a certain delay um, or ultimately I would say just have everything unlocked and allow people to choose their own path um, and then just give consistent value in different avenues like community, like calls and, and whatnot. Um, what do people want from a membership, ongoing support, education, like like-minded community? Yeah, we've already spoken about that sort of stuff. So I think, you know, just making sure that you're consistent with everything that you do. Um, and what's the extended life cycle of a customer um, in a membership? Good question. Ultimately, ultimately, I could give you industry standards, but it's not really, it doesn't mean much. Um, specifically, each person in their membership is going to be different. You're going to get people who leave, not because they don't love your content and the value that they get, um, some people just descend beyond the, the, the level of content that you can deliver. And so the best way to go about things like that is really just thanking them and being grateful for them being around for the time that they have been. Um, and then just wishing them luck and offering support um, in any way that you can. Um, and so, you know, I would say that the, the industry standard for month to month customers is about four months. Mm. Um, I would, I would suggest that you sell a, a yearly membership mm -hmm. alongside a monthly membership as well. You're ultimately going to get potentially 10 months more out of a customer. Um, but if you're doing your job right, if you're delivering content like the way that we've spoken about in this training, then you're ultimately going to have customers that stick around because they love the other things, not just the content. They love the community. They love the support and everything that comes with your membership um, overall. Um, so that's, that's my perspective on things. I don't really care about industry standards too much. Um, but I do think definitely having a yearly option alongside a monthly option is going to be beneficial and give you know, give a, a two month discount. That's what we do. It works well. Um, people see the incentive there. Um, so, you know, if you're charging $47 a month, charge 470 a year, just mm -hmm. times whatever your monthly number is by 10. And you ultimately have a really solid and attractive price. And then just let people know that they're going to get two months free when they sign up for the yearly option um, available. So uh, that's, that's retention for you. Exciting new members. Uh, I think we've spoken about that. I would just say, you know, making sure that um, people come through, they have a, a really clear process. They, they know how to get the best results and the best support and the best community um, from you. And then ultimately, you know, having uh, the, the personal touch points in the early game, you're welcoming people, allowing them to come through and get um, just amazing sort of out of the gate support. Um, how to meet and serve your members at the different levels where they are. Uh, for instance, I have some members who need a lot more support um, and some who are, who are high level entrepreneurs. Uh, ultimately, when your members or your customers come into your membership, uh, I would say that give people the options for the different pathways. You know, let people know that there's going to be consistent support calls. Let people know where they can email. Let people know where they can get group support. Let people know where they can consistently access content. 
uh, higher level entrepreneurs may jump on le uh, less calls and they may go through the content a little bit more often or the other way around. They might just jump on calls and not go through the content. Uh, lower level people uh, tend to value time a little bit less than higher level people. Um, and therefore they may go through all of your content uh, and they may also jump on all the calls. And so just giving people the different avenues um, for success when it comes to you and your product, your membership, um, it's, it's really going to uh, allow people to self-select and just go through the process that they want to go through overall. Uh, that's pretty much the, uh, the rest of my notes uh, at the moment. Um, the future of coaching courses and memberships, this is the last one. Uh, so engagement, I think, is going to be the most important thing uh, when it comes to your memberships. So how can you consistently give value? How can you consistently do challenges and things like John and I spoke about that really keep people coming back and feeling engaged in the, the service that you're providing? Uh, if you run your stuff on Facebook, there is a lot of opportunity for people to get distracted when they're coming into your community. Um, and so potentially finding platforms that host communities external is also a benefit. Um, it's obviously... Uh, a double-edged sword as well because people are on Facebook so they go to Facebook groups easy um, but having a, a segmented community is also a good thing to think about as well um, if you want to have a really segmented place for people to engage and interact with each other that's not distracting at all um, I would also say that there is the security side of things as well like when it comes to Facebook there's a potential for you to get shut down on Facebook because you're not playing on your platform, you're playing on their platform. Um, and so, especially if you're in health and fitness, especially if you're in uh, medical advice or anything that's sort of taboo to Facebook um, or Facebook doesn't like, you know, there's, there's a lot of big free groups that get shut down because Facebook doesn't want to have them around anymore. <laughs> um, and it's, it's really hard to see. Um, so I would always say like, have your community and ha definitely have your, your email list or your customer base on an email list somewhere where that you can always reach them because there's, there's always the potential for things to not go right for you. Um, and just, you just want to make sure that you have other avenues for your customers to be able to get support from you overall. Okay. To piggyback off that, I've been banned from Facebook before my personal account, my, my old one got, um, got blocked into for, for a fake name, believe it or not. Wow. My name, my name used to be John O Jay Z Petrohilos. Right. And they banned it. They're like, unless you can show us your passport with you saying you're Jay-Z on there, you're gone. So I had to create a whole new um, account. So it does happen. It happened to me. Oh man. Well, lucky they have nicknames now on Facebook. So you can just go like Jono, I can't say your last name. And then Jay-Z <laughs> is your nickname. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. I'm scarred. I'm scared and I'm scarred, you know? <laughs> um, oh, funny. Awesome. Cool. Well, Chris, I, I want to be sensitive of, of your time. Um, is there anything else you wanted to, to get in there or is that the, the bones of your presentation there? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the only other thing is just gamification really. Like I, I see the future of coaching courses and membership is really just rewarding customers for taking action. Um, so how can you give them awards? How can you give them bonuses or benefits for going through your content and actually consuming it? Uh, there's a lot of platforms nowadays that offer gamification inclusive of them. Uh, Members Pro will be developing our own gamification properly um, in the first quarter of this year. Um, so 
just finding different ways that you can reward customers who are actually showing up and taking action and getting the results, you know, whether it's jumping on, jumping on one-to-one calls with them to just offer additional support and value or unlocking additional content when they do consume content or complete content um, or you're sending t-shirts when they go through all of your stuff or go through a specific module, just stuff like that. Like just, you know, keep it fun and, and just keep it rewarding for everyone who's involved. Uh, ultimately they're, uh, they're consistently showing up and paying you uh, a, a recurring fee. And so like, if you can consistently give value back to them in more ways than just digital ways, then I think people are going to really uh, look at your stuff and, and, definitely put it in a different bucket than a lot of people who are just like, everything's digital. There's no action, you know, holding things is a different experience. You know, getting something in the mail is exciting. It's new, it's fresh. And it really does help people coming back through and, you know, wanting to jump back into your content again and again. Yes. Agree. Cool. Well, um, Chris, just my, my final question. If someone wants to get more into member press or they want to follow you directly, what do we do? Do we go to the website? Do we go to your Facebook group? Do we add you as a friend? All of the above? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Members Pro Community is uh, on Facebook and you can f- jump in there uh, if you're a customer or not, if you want to find out more information from or just even get uh, feedback from our community as well regarding the platform. Uh, I'm sure they'll have a ton of nice things to say. Uh, if you want to contact me personally, you can at chris at memberspro.com. Um, and then uh, I would say if you want to sign up for Members Pro, utilize the $1 trial that we have uh, at the moment, memberspro.com. You'll find out how to start the $1 trial. Um, and uh, send me an email if you sign up from this podcast. I'd love to just connect with everyone who does. And if there's anything I can do, maybe uh, if, if there's a, a decent amount of demand from this community, um, maybe John and I can do a special session for you guys and, um, and just find more ways to give value to you uh, beyond uh, Members Pro and, and the support that we provide. Awesome. Love it. Okay. So if you're watching on Facebook, if you want to join the uh, Chris's Facebook group at Members Pro, just type Facebook group down below. Uh, if you want to check out Members Pro, just comment Members Pro down below uh, and me or Chris will get you over the links. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll put every link we spoke about today in the show notes so you can uh, you can go from there. Uh, Chris, thank you very much for your time and we'll be in touch. Dude, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.